Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Game three, National League Division Series Slee tonight, Petco Park, the Dodgers and the Pods. We've got the Rams coming up on Sunday afternoon against the Panthers. Cam Akers is not going to be there. Final Lakers preseason game tonight against yeah. the Sacramento Kings. AD, not playing tonight. Just because? Not traveling tonight either. Uh, precautionary reasons, lower back, lower back soreness. You're kidding. No, not kidding. So they will have uh, – they'll go with – I Dude. think I think Russ also won't be in the starting lineup is what we said. So AD did not make the trip to Sacramento for precautionary reasons. Too good. I don't even know what to say, honestly. That is so deeply disappointing. How many minutes did he play the other night? Do you, do you remember 27, ballpark? 27, something like that. Some yeah, 25. 20s, yeah, 25, mid, mid high 27. high 20s. Yeah. And we got a sore back four, four, five games into the preseason, and he's played in less than half of them, right? So they played, what, six preseason games? He'll miss – he'll have missed – Played the first one. Missed, missed the next two. two and three, played in four or five. So he played in half of them. Yeah. So in the preseason. Four or five. In a yeah. season where, you know, let's see what we got. In a season where Darvin Ham was going to take uh, the guys and say, let's play some minutes, let's see what it looks like, let's figure out what we have, let's yep. build our identity, yada, yada, yada. He's missed half the games. Mm-hmm. And only one of them, the, the, it was the second of the two Vegas games, was kind of a, we're not going to play any of our guys. Every Is LeBron going to play tonight? Uh, that one is not up here yet. Uh, Russ? I mean, it's just, this is so I don't know. deeply I, I'm not sure... On the other guys, I just saw that tweet come through. So, it is. What, what's your response to it? I mean, I it just um, it, the, the, to me, Al, and I'm sorry I, to keep rambling. No, but to, I, to I me, have, it just feels like this is the worst scenario possible. That the the biggest hurdle you have for this season is Anthony Davis's health, and we haven't even started the season, and Anthony Davis's health is already on the table. I, I would say this. I'm going to save that energy for the regular season. That's all I can say because if we're having the same conversation. Of course it does. You can't. You cannot have AD not make a not play in any game, and it says to you, "Oh, he's just completely fine." If LeBron and Russell Westbrook play tonight, does your level of concern go up? Yeah, I think it's more of a well, they're playing. Why don't you just play then? Right. And you only have because if he's not, then he's hurt. Right. I mean, if he's not playing, he's hurt. If the other guys play and he doesn't, yeah. there's a reason. And and you only have just to use as an example. Tuesday they play the Golden State Warriors. They're getting their chips, banners going up. Yeah. Golden State Warriors, just the Warriors. Thursday you're across the street playing the Clippers. So right out the gate you might be playing the two best teams in the Western Conference before you blink. You're not sure what the starting lineup is yet. You're not sure what the rotational players are yet. Lonnie Walker was out of the lineup, then he left in the third quarter. You've had moments where Pat's in, Russ is in. You've had Austin Reeves in the starting lineup. You went big one time, another time you went small. My point is you don't really have any answers yet of what it's going to look like when the season starts. So 
these games, I know they're preseason, but when you're not a team that has a lot of continuity and you're not a team that, hey, it's the same picture as it was a year ago, who cares? You're still yeah. trying to figure all that stuff yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's all. It, it, if you're the Warriors, if you're the Suns, if you're the, uh, you know, t- t- take your pick. Even the Clippers. Well, I guess Clippers are a little different because Kawhi's missed so much time. But let's see what we got. Let, let, let's see how it stacks up. Let's see which piece. But this is why they're going to bring Russell Westbrook off the bench tonight, right? They're going to see, or at least that's the report, that they're going to have him lead the second unit. And why not? Let's but can see I, what it can looks I, like. Can I give you a good example when you say, hey, what do you think, big deal or not, or whatever the case is? Just the Andy, the Anthony Davis part of it. Look how quickly we start talking about it. Look how quickly people start tweeting about it. So when you say, is it a big deal or not, the attention is there like sure. no tomorrow. Yesterday, Russ... The whole situation with Russ. Those mm-hmm. videos come out, and uh, you know what? Maybe this is just what he does in his routine for every single game. The attention that immediately went to Russ was like, oh, look, they're already having issues with Patrick Beverly, this, that. I know the media, and I know people are going to crop certain crop things a certain way, but it shows you the attention around the Lakers is not, you know, they had a chance to win that game, and they just... They, they just didn't execute at the end. That's not the attention with the Lakers. No. It's all these other things it's that you wish stuff. it was about basketball. Well, you asked – or I forget who asked. One of the two of us asked Darvin Ham this question. One of the two of us asked Anthony Davis this question. What's it like knowing that this season turns on the health of Anthony Davis? And they both went, yeah, no, it, it does. Yeah. It absolutely does. And they haven't played a game, and the health of Anthony, Anthony Davis is already a question. Twice. That it, twice in six preseason games we're having this con- it, it it's just deeply disappointing and hopefully it is an abundance of caution this kind of goes oddly together with the Gonsolin thing we're talking about this is the moment where you are overly cautious this is if you are anything less than a hundred out of a hundred let's take a night off because it doesn't count that's fine but that he's already something less than a hundred out of a hundred is just just disappointing it's just a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm go back to this. If we're in the regular season, and this, you know, obviously, even if I try to say, okay, hey, preseason free pass, I already listed the reasons why it would have been nice to have all these guys get a little more playing time. But if it's in the regular season, and next week we're having the same conversation, then those concerns will continue. I'm sure you well. You got something to talk about in the pregame yeah. show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> There's a another little bullet point on your. Dennis rundown. Schroeder had a finger injury. Uh, yeah, but he's not had, constantly hurt. So well, I'm saying like, yeah. that happened. You got Russ potentially in the starting lineup or out of the starting lineup. So a lot to get into. <laughs> People want to talk about this already. You're talking about how quickly it happens. It, mm-hmm. You know, yesterday it happened quickly, and you know, Russ said, "Hey, listen, this is what I do. The the, the video was edited in a certain way that you know I was talking to the coaches in one. Uh, they didn't show that." The other one is always pregame. I'm off by myself. Okay, that, that's a reasonable explanation of the whole thing. Yep. But I would argue, I think it's also illustrative, especially the pregame one. Um, of the other one, I didn't care about. I, I didn't care as much about. Yeah, because he was churning, looking at the. I agree. It is what I it agree. Is. But I always do this. Yeah, but that's kind of the problem that you're always saying. Well, this is the way that I do it. That's mm-hmm. part of the issue. The larger issue is always your your needs. Your routines, your pregame are always more important to you than what the team is doing. The, 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 the overarching issue for Russell Westbrook is, are you willing to fit in? Right, just it, the, the most at the most basic level, will you fit a role, or do you have to do what you want to do? Hmm. And that's another example of you doing what you want to do rather than fitting in. And, and it, is it a big deal? Nah, not really. But is it illustrative of what it is? Yeah. Kind of is. What do you, what do you think of him? So they're going to try this. 
it sounds like they're going to try this tonight, him coming off the bench. And I, I remember I was having this conversation last year. I mean, how many different times it was like, yeah, try him off the bench. The team's yeah. not winning. Yeah. What the, try something different. And if Russ doesn't like it, well, too bad. You're a part of a team. This is kind of this is a good example of one of those moments early in the season in a preseason game. Is Darvin Ham going to is he going to be able to make Russ buy in a little bit? Hey, you want me off the bench? Okay, I'm gonna come in off the bench. Or it's gonna go the completely other way, where Russ is, you could tell, body language, and I'm not about this. Do you know who I am? Right. Do you know I'm a Hall of Famer? Do you know my resume? You want me coming off the bench with Austin Reeves? That ain't happening. You know, that it could be that mindset. I, I have no problem with it. I don't think most Laker fans have an issue with it. And I go back to this all the time. What do you got to lose? What do you have to lose? You're not expected to go out and win 60 games this year. This move, whether he's in the starting line. By the way, maybe it doesn't work off the bench. Maybe you need him to be a starter. Okay, try it. Just see what happens. Looks like they'll do that tonight. Let's try Studio City is our first stop of the day. Noah in Studio City. What's up, Noah? Hey, guys. So good to be back on with you for a minute under such horrible circumstances. Jeez. This is just theater of the absurd. Like everyone that's trying to rationalize, you know, this about AD and this about LaRusso and this about, you know, Pat Beverly. First of all, let's do real quick on Patrick Beverly. This guy's not a dog. This guy's not, he's not one of these guys that comes in and makes his presence felt and, and everyone fears him. If he's any kind of dog, he's a chihuahua. And that's not what we need. He's just running around yapping, making noise. He's getting blown by all over the place, and he's a bit of a head case. So we already got enough head cases, and then like, well, let's get Dennis Schroeder back. That should clear things up. Every move they seem to be making is just piling on one problem after another. AD is made of peanut brittle. This guy's not going to get healthier and stronger and better. He's getting older. It's going to get less. Now this whole season is just Blown we haven't even started. No, no, no. Appreciate you calling in. Let, let's. Can we wait for the regular season to start before we start saying the whole season has been blown up? <laughs> I mean, it's fair. It's a fair. You bring up a good point. Can we go 15, I, 20 games of regular season games to see what this looks like before it's all blown up? I don't up? agree with the Patrick Beverly assessment that he had. I do think that he brings an. And they do the need him. They, they, do they, need. they didn't have anything like that last year. I'm not with Noah on that. The rest of it, though, I'm not saying that the season's a wrap, but this is really just deeply deflating news before the season has started and the, the he's talking about Schroeder and all these other guys that that's fine and dandy whatever it doesn't matter if what we're talking about with Anthony Davis is actually happening it doesn't matter if Dennis Schroeder has the the season of his life if Anthony Davis isn't able to play regularly it it simply doesn't matter Patrick Beverly could be the most ferocious dog in the world he could have you know the best season of his life but if AD is unavailable like he's going to be tonight, mm-hmm. then none of that other stuff is all that important. I, I listen. I don't di- disagree with that. I'm just going to wait till the regular season starts, and if we're sitting here ten games in and AD has missed four of them, then we have a lot more of our I, answer. I, I really hope you're right, but this feels like deja vu all over again. This feels like oh my gosh, like if this if if he missed a game in December. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, my back's tightened up. It would be like, uh-oh. But it wouldn't be that we didn't even get at a – after the longest offseason that he's had in a really long time, mm-hmm. after uh, an ability to get – or the time and, and, and inclination to get as healthy as possible, that we've already had a couple of these in the preseason. It's just it, – it just it's really hard to remain enthusiastic and positive and op- – that's not even the right word – optimistic 
about his health going forward, knowing that the first lap of the race, the car's already smoking. It's just, it's really the formation lap, Emily, that, that sets up all of yep. this thing. We didn't even get through the formation lap mm-hmm. without having to change a tire. It's it's just, it's it's hard to get it fired up. Well, and, it. And, it, and it shows, let's put it this way. Let's say Braun plays tonight. Braun travels to Sacramento. And I don't know. I'm assuming if there's nothing out there, then maybe he is traveling and maybe he will play. But if he does, you want to see these dudes obviously playing together. That obviously won't be the case tonight. Regular season starts Tuesday up in San Francisco in the Bay taking on the Warriors. We'll see what kind of AD we get. Let's try one more. Let's go to um, Irvine and Ollie. Ollie, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I just wanted to uh, point out one thing about Westbrook. Like, I don't know why we keep blaming Westbrook about his attitude and how he is with the team. Like, we we know how Westbrook is. Now, I blame the front office and LeBron. You know, we brought Westbrook on when we knew it was not a fit. Second of all, we brought Westbrook's worst enemy to the team when we didn't have a solid trade for him. Like, how do you expect Westbrook to react? Like, you can't. Ollie, I couldn't line. agree with you more. I, you're singing from the, the hymnal that I've been from, that you're asking him to do something he's never shown that he wants to, willing to, capable of doing. I, I'm with you on that. The question now is, what do you do moving forward? I, you're, you're right. To try to get a square peg into a round hole is never a good idea. That's what they were hoping would do. It didn't work. So, okay, sometimes stuff doesn't work out. Yeah. But it's now what? Mm-hmm. It's the now what that I'm curious in. Yeah, and, and by the way, I – I don't think that there is a now what right now. I, I think they are get the season started. If an opportunity comes later in the season where they feel like they could trade Russ, maybe they don't have to give up as much draft capital. Maybe they'll hit lightning in a bottle and through the first 15 games they're 8-7 and seven and they feel like, hey, we went through a tough stretch yeah. and By you know way, what? We're, would you take 8-7? You take of course. Seven? Yeah, me yeah too. I would. Me too. Because that stretch is so difficult, and all you're trying to do with the Lakers is if you can build some continuity as the season goes on, if AD's starting to look good, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and you're just hanging around the pack, I think that's exactly what look, you're looking let, for. Let's say it's even – so 15 games. Let's say it's 6-9 and nine or even 5-10, and 10, but Anthony Davis plays in 14 of those 15 games mm. and is looking okay. It's not a great record, but the team's getting – increment because again the schedule's a monster it's not like you're going to play sacramento okc houston but first 15 games two against utah one against portland the other 12 probably gonna be underdogs they're, they're probably going to be underdogs warriors clippers denver minnesota um New all Orleans, these teams in there uh, you have all these teams that are actually going to be a part of the playoff picture no i agree with you i agree with you i think cleveland's on that list as well another playoff team you got so they're there. The, the month of October, you've got Golden State Clippers, Portland. That's the one that you go, okay, that, that's good. Denver, Minnesota, Denver again, New Orleans, Utah. There's another one. Denver, Minnesota on the road, by the way. Yep. Cleveland, Utah again, and then the Clippers again. And then you're out of that 15-game stretch. That's three games. Two two Utahs and one Portland. Cleveland, Cleveland's not a bad basketball no, team. No, they're good. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell on that squad now. They made the playoffs last year. No, it's, it's Good team, yeah, and Mobley. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's they're going to have their hands full. And if AD's down, um, which apparently he's down tonight, or at least out of, out of a abundance of caution, shall yep. we say? Yep. It's uh, it's deeply, deeply disappointing. All right, um, Dodgers and Padres tonight. Tony Gonsolin's on account. The lineup's a little weird. 
We overthinking this just a touch? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. ESPN. So with that in mind, uh, we were shopping for a, a car to take me from my house in Orange County up to Hollywood tonight in yeah. the back, so Susan and I and friends can have a good the time. The rates that it sounds like it costs, Ooh. you should have just called me. <laughs> Do it did. for 60% I, off. I, I may take you up on that. Um, so we found one, okay. and it's the guy's like, yeah, I got you covered. And it was it was by far the most affordable option. And I said to Susan, Susan was the one kind of booking this. I said to him, I said, ask him what kind of car it is. And and he goes, it's a midsize SUV. And I said, no, I need to know specifically the car make and model mm-hmm. of the car. It's a Honda CRV. That's exactly what it was. Get out of here. I'm like, that's Oof. not a midsize SUV. That is, is a it really a Honda CRV. It's a Honda CRV. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. And and I said to her, I said that that you you want me to sit in the back seat with two other people? And oh, a Honda that is CRV? amazing. There's, I, I, I could, I could take up the whole back seat by myself. What do you mean it's a Honda the left CRV? window doesn't go all the way up, but oh. not a problem, guys. I'm going to turn the heater on. A pre, that that would be better than a Honda CR. I don't fit in that car, and I really don't fit if there's three other passengers in that car. Yeah, when they're that vague, you got to get more details. That, I, yeah, you're on the same page. The second I, because you know I can kind of hear it through the phone. Yep. I'm like, no, no, no. Ask him specifically, make and model of the car. Sports utility vehicle. Mid-size. Well, you don't have to say it all out. I could get a, a Little Tykes wagon from Toys R Us that has more room than a uh, that car. You should do it. You should do that car just for a photo that we can get on Twitter. That's all I, we're asking to, for. They'd tie me to the roof like a Christmas tree. I, I'd, I'd be driving through the streets of Hollywood on the roof like uh, the grandma in Vacation. It, it's just, I mean, it's what, what are we doing That's here? Awesome. Honda CRV. It's That's not an awesome. SUV. Prius has more room. Anyway, we, we, we got it all squared away. Yankees and uh, Guardians tied at two. Bottom of the sixth inning. Yeah, your on, boy pitching out. well. Yeah, so far. So far. That's got to qualify. Ole, with the so ole, ole, ole. To a piece. He's, look, how many pushes is that? 96. Yeah, so he's, you know, he's probably getting near the end of the line. 100 kind of yep. seems to be the magic number where most of these guys really kind of lose their effectiveness. Uh, with that in mind. Tony Gonsolin's got yep. a, a shorter number than that. Mm-hmm. He's about 70, 75 is what Dave is saying. And I get it. You want to be cautious with the guy's health. I get it. He was injured fairly recently. But if he's cruising, it's yeah. – look, yeah. odds are this scenario is 
not super likely. Mm-hmm. But let's say we go through four or five innings, 70 pitches, and he's lights out. You're really going to take him out and take – because not that the bullpen's not really good, but you never know what's coming in. You never know for sure who the next guy, what kind of performance he's going to bring. I just – the Dodgers need to win. They need to win the World Series. They need to take some chances and, and push the envelope if a guy is rolling. I just – I feel strongly about it. Their future – or their present, I should say, for the Dodgers is more important than any one player's future. So it really is. I, I have a, and listen, I, I get the case that you know you're making on the 75 pitches. <clears throat> Don't base it off just the pitches. Base it off off his performance. I think the Dodgers are obviously doing it for a reason. It's not like Gonsolin was there for the entire month of August and September, and this is just business as usual. What I'm actually curious about is how does Tony Gonsolin actually pitch? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. using him as an example for um, – Emily got me some stats on this, but in the postseason, he's pitched seven times, three times he started. It has not been – it's it, it's not a representation of what he was able to do Most this year. Most of that year. was in that pandemic season, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But just using that as an example, he was unbelievable this year. 16-1. and 16-1. And in a year that – you know, if, if I'd have told you before the season started, here's a picture of Walker Bueller, <laughs> here's a picture of – Tony Gonsolin. Here's a picture of Clayton Kershaw. Here's a picture of Julio. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. If I if I said, hey, one of these guys, this is going to be their record this year, and this is going to be their ERA. Gonsolin would be the first one off the board, of course. And you just kind of start going Anderson down the list. Would be the second, and 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 they're both <clears throat> incredibly important to the success of this team. So, and by the way, I think it's almost I think it's underestimated how important they are. They get the ball for games three and four. They were both so great in the regular season. Now, can you take what you've done in the regular season, see that big moment? Listen, I, I know um, I know for the Dodgers, this is an everyday thing. They make the playoffs every single year. Pecco will be rocking for games three and four. It will be. How can it not? They haven't had a home playoff game since 2006. What are they like in that moment? What are they like when... Gonsolin, it's impossible that him and Tyler Anderson aren't thinking to themselves, I could have the ball with the season on the line. Sure. They do have the ball in these next couple of days, right? Like, absolutely, that's the case. That's my whole point. I think the season is on the line, not literally, but we're at that point. All the you've heard me sit here when was it like the game, I don't know, sixth or seventh game of the season. Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game through yeah. six or seven yeah. innings. And I'm like, dude, I get it. I get what you're doing here. I get that you're playing the long game because the Dodgers over the last 10 years have done everything other than win the World Series in a full season. That's the goal. That's what Just needs to be done. look at last year as the example. They had to do everything yes. they can, shoot every gun that they so had. So let's play the long game. I'm mm-hmm. with you on the, but now it's not. this is what you were waiting for. So let's be as aggressive as we can without being reckless, mm-hmm. but let's not lock ourselves in to any one thing because, look, Dustin May could be in this game tonight by the second or sure. third inning. It's Can't. not totally out of, of left field. Mm-hmm. Tony Gonsolin in the postseason in 2020 was not good. You know, I go back to the NLDS and the World Series. I, I use this expression a lot. He had the big eyes. You could tell this was a lot for him in the moment, right? And it was like, oh boy. And he was all over the place. He's been so, so good. good. And he had a two inning outing at the end of the season against the Rockies that was okay. Two innings, I think he gave up three hits, one run. But he did strike out a bunch of guys. He didn't walk anybody, which leads me to believe his stuff is still really sharp. Um, 
I want him to pitch until the Padres tell him it's time for him not to pitch anymore. Mm. I want the Padres to be the one that dictate how long he stays in the game. If they club him out of the gate, get him out of there. But if they're up there waving brooms at this thing, let's let it play out. If, because, to, because to your point, Al, the Dodgers have been in this every year. And it's no longer good enough. To, hey, we're in the tournament. That's all you no. can ask for. Yeah. you got to close the show on one of these. This is your best chance to do that. This is the best team the Dodgers have ever had. They've never won 111 games in a season before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, they've had, and they've done it with this team. Yeah. They're, to your point. Walker Bueller hasn't really pitched all year. Blake Trinan hasn't really pitched they all year. They didn't affect your 111. Didn't affect mm-hmm. any of it. So let's use the guys. Well, it's that crazy. God is here. Can I tell you what's crazy? Write it. Can I tell you what's crazy? Is the Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson did affect your 111. For sure. And if you would have, you know, think about before the season started, if I'd have told you, hey, you're going to reach a point where you're on the road for two games and Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson are going to be your game three and your game four pitchers. This is before the season started. Wouldn't you kind of be like, uh, wait, why are Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson pitching game three and game four before the season started? And here they are now with the ball to potentially try to take the Dodgers, obviously, in the next round. It is, it's, it's an interesting... Yeah, at the beginning of the season, really, it happened again. Yeah. Everybody dropped like flies. Is there, but I, I would also say, don't you also want to see these guys be successful in the postseason to also feel sure. like you did in the oh, regular yeah. season? No question about it. Yeah. No question about it. But there has never... They, they really haven't had a hiccup. I know. And, and I, know, I know it can happen at any time. I'm well, not there were, oblivious to How it, many but. different times were we saying during the season, like, hey, it's coming. It's coming. And I'm not saying they were perfect, but damn, they were damn near perfect. There was never the market correction that you expected to happen. And they both... You know, they've had some bumpy outings here and there. I expect both of them to pitch pretty well. You know, look, Kershaw was... Six out of ten. Julio was six and a half out of ten. They, yeah. n- neither one of those guys were lights out. Yeah. Darvish, six. You know, Clevenger, negative six. I mean, so far, the four starts we've seen from these two teams, nobody's been great. So I think you're going to get something similar to what we've seen. And But if it misses on the other side, roll it, baby. Snell, Snell hasn't been consistent. He just has not. I know a lot of people want to bring up his postseason against the Dodgers, but he's not that same pitcher. He's not. He's been incredibly inconsistent this year. Wildly so. I got a mm-hmm. question for you. We'll stay on baseball. Um, the Astros are going to win their series against the Mariners, yeah. and they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. The Kings did something last night at their game that was very, very funny that I'll, we'll get into, but I, I there, there's something on the horizon that I really deeply don't want to have happen. That's okay. coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So Kings had a game, the Los Angeles Kings. Not your Kings, Taylor. Settle down in there. 3-0 and in the preseason. Come on. Wait, wait. So, Al, you weren't in here yet. Um, Emily and I were having a conversation. I forget what it was, but Taylor's like, I asked him about the Kings. Oh, if they've been playing their guys. That's what it was. I asked you if they were playing their regular players. And what was the stat that you gave me about the Kings in the preseason? Second in the NBA in deflections. Mm. Come on. <laughs> in the preseason? I didn't three think and I thought maybe only three undefeated teams. I thought maybe top 10 in deflections. Don't want that smoke. To be second in deflections is amazing. Yeah, top top two in deflections. You know, when I start to look at an NBA game, I'm like, who deflects the ball more? Who's got more deflection? That's why 80's not playing. Come on. <laughs> he didn't want to get deflected. In nah. this <laughs> analytics world, if you're not top 10 in deflections, forget about it. I swear to you, hand to God, yeah. I did not know that the NBA even tracks deflections. That feels like... Also, 7.3 loose ball recoveries <laughs> per game. That That's makes huge. a little more sense. That's huge. It's like tracking foul balls yeah. before third base. How it's many like so random. assists does Harrison Barnes already have this preseason? Get me that info when you get a chance. But that's a real stat. Deflections? What is what does that even mean? How many who leads the American League Central in foul tips? Um like, what the, the hell Kings. are we talking about? Deflections, you're playing defense. You're playing good D. No blocks, steals. Yeah. I mean, those are things that we keep track of. I'm I'm okay with those. Why are you minimizing his stat? That's because a big it's stat ridiculous. for the Kings. I do like that he threw shade at AD. I think it's the Randy Mosters. You notice he's got Randy Moss on today? That's a baller. A good, by the way baller jersey well worn randy mosters i can tell you've had that one for a while oh yeah yeah i was looking around in my clothes and i figured that i was just kind of wearing the same you know outfit some people day, look so. i already like this you know some people everything's got to be you know jerseys mean a lot to them and they're always fresh and they take great care of them if you go look at the jerseys i have i'm with you i got a kobe jersey where i'm like this thing it's disgusting how many times have i worn this thing do you still wear it no i don't wear it anymore you shouldn't just put it, it in a uh why can't I think of the word? The thing that hangs up. Frame. Frame. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It's so it's it's so old. It's like almost disrespectful to have a jersey in a frame that that's old. What's going on that I couldn't pull the word frame? That's a that's little a tough one. That's a little upsetting. It's the end of the show on a Friday. We're almost <laughs> it's a rough day for me too. Maybe I just I'm just saying that feels like. Uh, All right, can I do something real quick? Know. Because we are doing um, for a quick second there. We were talking about the Rams Sunday. Um, they win Sunday. Yeah, three and three. Yeah. San Francisco, win or loss? Loss. I'm t- I'm done thinking that they're going to figure that I'm out. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay, three and four. At Tampa. The way they're playing right now, yep. that's a loss. It's a loss. Three and five. Yeah. Arizona. Win. Four and five. At New Orleans. The way they're playing right now, loss. I'll give them a win. Five and five. All right. I, At I, KC. I, can I just stop you right yeah. there? Why? Not sure. <laughs> Giving them the benefit of the doubt. Giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think because Fair. if I don't give them that win, I don't think they make the playoffs. So let me let me go through this with you. Okay. Andy Dalton is starting for the Saints this weekend, so five and five. Andy Dalton's better than Jameis Winston. Five and five at that point, okay. pretending that they win that game. At KC. Loss. Five and six. Seattle, Vegas, Seattle and Vegas at home. Okay. So first of all, I want to take these one by one. Mm-hmm. Seattle's much better than we thought they were going to be. Yeah. 
They're, they're, this is not a, hey, look, you get two freebies against Seattle. It's not the case. They play ugly football, and they're in these games. They're in these games. Yep. They, they're well. Pete Carroll's a good NFL sure. coach. His yep. teams don't really bleep up too much. Um, I think so. Take take your pick. I think they split with Seattle. I don't think they get them both. I think they'll win one and lose one. Six and six. Okay. At Green Bay. Well, you didn't. We didn't do the Raiders. The the the, the Raiders. Are, so so we said so we said five and five, and you said they'll split oh, I'm Seattle. Talking, I'm talking they'll split the two Seattle games. Oh, okay. My bad. My yeah. bad. Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. I I think they'll beat the Raiders because the Raiders just find a way to trick things off. Okay. But that's a very loot. That, that place will be eighty percent Raider fans. So seven and six, I'm going to give an L to the other Seattle game that's going to be there. So seven and seven. Yeah. Okay. Seven and seven at Green Bay. Loss. Denver. Win. Home. Did the way Denver's playing, I think they win that game because Denver's as offensively inept as the Rams are. Do you know what's crazy? That's eight and eight right there going into the final game. It's not the final, but I'm going to give Seattle yeah. that one, that yeah. one an L. Eight and eight going up against the Chargers, and that could determine whether you make the playoffs or not. And that's me saying that they're going to beat the Saints, even though you don't at this point feel like why would you give them the benefit of the doubt? It's a really hard place to play. It's a really hard place to play. The Saints are average. Wow, they could go eight and nine this year, and it's not. It's not a. It's not a. Oh, Al, you have to think twice about that. Al, they could be seven and ten. They could also be ten and seven, but they could easily be seven and ten. Because yeah, in the way you say ten and seven, you don't feel it no, the way that. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just there's been literal, literally zero indicators that this team is on the edge of figuring it out. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it can't happen, right? We've seen it, but even when they were getting smoked, Tennessee, San Francisco, Green Bay, boom, boom, boom. Matthew Stafford threw a pick six, and all three of them. It was a terrible run. But you weren't looking at them going, that's a bad team, man. Mm-hmm. You never looked at it saying, they can't block anybody. They can't get a stop. They can't run the ball. Why is Cooper Cup the only it, Stuff was happening. It just, they were Now losing. you're saying it every week. What works? Mm-hmm. What what works? I asked JB on the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Countdown to Kickoff show, which will start at 11 o'clock on the south side of SoFi Stadium. Come on by the Stat Hero broadcast booth and say what's up. Myself and Kirk and Emily will all be over there. Um, I asked JB, I said, so what other than Cooper Cup is having statistically a fantastic year? What's working? And his answer was nothing. You know, what, what's working? Nothing. They're, mm-hmm. They don't run. Van Jefferson hasn't played. Their offensive line is a mess. Cam Akers is not going to play on Sunday for reasons that we're not entirely sure about yet. Daryl Henderson's done nothing. Allen Robinson's done nothing. Yep. They're, 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 Tyler Higby's been qu- – they're not I'm gonna, doing anything on offense. I'm going to put you on the spot. They make the playoffs or no? I don't think so. Interesting. I don't think so. I'm, I, leaning, I'm I would, leaning towards you. I would I'm like to you. be wrong. And you don't make the you playoffs. Win nine means, to I was going to say, if you don't make the playoffs, means you're below 500. You're yeah. eight and nine. I think nine, nine is the number that gives you yeah, a I shot. Think I think you 10, you you're in for sure. But there's been none. How about that conversation? Look, you you want to hear something really? This, this should make everybody that's a Rams fan since they came back. Mm-hmm. This will make your blood run cold. You know how they're going to have to win games, at least in the short term, until maybe your offensive line gets a little more healthy? You're going to have to win games with the Jeff Fisher model. You're going to have to play field position. You're going to have to have defensive scores. You're going to have to find something on special teams, whether it's a trick play or you're going to have to block a kick. That Jeff Fisher would win games 14 to 10, 14 to 13, 16 to 14. That's how those teams would win. 
field. We're going to punt. You punt. You yep. punt. We punt. We're just going to we're going to move the ball down the field with punts and kick a few field goals. That may be how they have to win games. So five, six, seven right now in the standings for the NFC. Tampa, Frisco, Packers are all three and two, and then the Rams with thirty nine other teams are two and three. They've scored one touchdown in two weeks, <laughs> and and you know what? The, the touchdown was a unbelievable fingertip grab and a seventy five yard Cup. run. Yep. Other than that, they have not moved the ball. Full style. It's not like hey, listen. We We're fumbled. just getting down there. We get to the red zone and stuff. Stuff doesn't fumbled work at the way. worst yeah. possible time. Yeah. Through it, it's none of the ball's not moving. Mm. They they got to get it figured out. And Sean McVay was talking about this too. That hey, listen, we got to execute. The, the help is not on the horizon. We we have to with what we what have, you have is what you we have. We got to play with it. We got to mm-hmm. execute better. It's it's not. Let's talk about the Dodgers now. You're how many me deflections out. do they have? <laughs> that makes more sense in football. <laughs> like if you told me, hey, Aaron Donald's got nine past of. I know exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. I know exactly. I think it's more important in the second quarter. <laughs> three and <laughs> they're baby. playing three a zone and defense. Uh, are they three and zero? Yeah, they only are... played three. How come Lakers are making their playing their sixth? Soon be four and zero. Hell's going on just here? Just to mess with you, <laughs> just to make just to make you play a few more games late at night. That's it. That's it. Um, L.A. Kings last night. Um, they do, you know, video board. They have the lookalikes thing. So they put up a picture of Tony. Man, Gonsolin. they're really good. They're in game doing stuff. Terrific. Yeah. yeah. Picture of Tony Gonsolin. Cut to a guy in the crowd, looks a little bit like Tony Gonsolin. Everybody laughs. Put up a picture of, um, who was the second one, Emily, that they had after Gonsolin? Oh, it's Max Muncie. 100% Gonsolin. They yeah. had to put his name. Yeah. <laughs> they put um, Max Muncie up. Yep. Cut to a guy in the crowd, looks a little bit like Max Muncie. Mm-hmm. Everybody laughs. Put up a picture of Jose Altuve. Boo. Mm-hmm. Cut to a picture of a trash can. It was terrific. Just high-level social media trolling. Loved it. Here's the rub. They're going to beat the Mariners. Mm-hmm. They're going to advance the American League Championship Series against either New York or the Guardians. Cleveland. Yep, they're better than both of those mm. teams. And okay. best of seven, you get more of a sample size to do you. Yep, they're better than both of those teams. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Mm. I, I I don't know if I'm ready to live in a world where if the Astros get to the World Series against really anybody, but in particular against the Dodgers. And beat a 111 win team in the World Series. Dodgers mm. would have home field advantage. Mm. And now that yeah, you guys are a bunch of cheating scumbags, and for the rest of your life, I'm going to look at you. It's like yeah, but we beat you when you were a 111 win team. Now what? It, it just not that it doesn't make them cheaters, but I, I don't want to have to have that conversation in my life. Because <laughs> and and Al Al, listen, they're really good. Well, it was them, at, it was them Braves really last good. year, right? Yeah. So it's also coming off of a World Series loss, right? Just from a experience perspective. I'm, I'm, it was them last because they know yeah, they, they, they lost to the Nats too. They've been in a lot. They lost to the Nationals 2019. Dodgers Tampa 2020. Last year, Braves and the Astros. I want to say that was... Yeah, Yeah, it went six Astros. games. Six yeah, Braves-Astros. Yes. So, this so is, and this but, is, but by the way, their fourth trip to the World Series in six years if they get there. That's extraordinary. That's, that's pretty re- damn extraordinary. That's really – It doesn't by the way, happen often. No, the Dodgers have only been thrice. Love saying thrice, by the way. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah, three of – this would be four years. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's not like fluky. No. Like when they, played, when they played the Astros in 2017, it was – 
oh wow, they're here early. Yeah, they they got here ahead of schedule. Yep, that's not what this is. Can I they're tell, just can really I, good. Can I tell you what makes them scary too? That they were in it last year. In the two years before that, but, but think about think about th- but think about just last year. Anytime a squad loses, it could be a Super Bowl, it could be NBA Finals, it could be the World Series, and you get back again, it is kind of a different type of vibe to it. it it's it's helpful to have predominantly that same squad back in it again. Um, this is going to be a big test, whatever happens with the Astros. Go Yankees. Go it's gonna Guardians. It's going to be a Go big Mariners. test, whatever All happens to the Astros. Anybody but them. I said this to you probably a couple of months ago. You believe in baseball gods. If the Astros won a World Series this year, mm-hmm. you told me back then, and I'm assuming it's the same same answer, you no longer believe in baseball gods. They cannot be allowed. You're asking me to abandon my faith. That's a big question. Well, if something happens in your life where your faith is questioned, <laughs> you wouldn't be the I, first I, one that, that grew up one way and then over time very decided that their religion yeah, and their gods. Of, that's a bunch of nonsense. I'm out of here. You're this asking is- for how much this month? It would bother me deeply. It would bother me deeply. I, I don't want to have... like. Here, here's the rub. Here's the flip side of this. Yeah. Beating them would be so sweet. But it's how how far are both sides? It's the ultimate. The ultimate. It's the ultimate. You can't you can't get any more ultimate. That if they let's say they beat the Yankees, really cool. Beat the Guardians, awesome. Beat the Mariners, weird but awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. The Astros, it's like everything times everything. Losing to them is the exact opposite. That Damn, looks not even the that. energy at that stadium. I, you imagine energy in Dodger Stadium? Okay, so let's just play. Remember, this I was out. walking around with Padres hat you and took everything the words was out of my mouth, all comfortable. And, hey, welcome to the playoffs, guys! Instead of growing up in San Diego, you grew up in Houston, the yeah. Woodlands, just outside of the city, and they come to town. You cannot wear your gear. You would not get out of there alive. That that is a mission that you are not returning from. You remember when I went to the Twins Dodgers game this season? Yeah, and the way. They were handling Correa. Oh, right. Vicious. I, I, I'm telling you. Like, it was, you could see the veins. You know how when uh, when Morales does a bam and his veins just kind of go? Same exact thing against a Twins team in July that had nothing to do. Of course it did, but I'm saying that it was the Twins. Correa's with the Twins, and you should have seen their reaction. Can Think you imagine about, doing a seven-game set you're, against you're, the Astros? You're so right. Think about what happened on uh, just with Manny. Dodger fans hate Manny. Manny is like Kirk Gibson compared <laughs> to what Jose Altuve <laughs> and Greg Bregman would be, or Alex Bregman, right? I, sorry, Berg. I always oh, get I, Bregman, Bergman. confuses me up. every time. Yeah. Altuve, Bregman, um, all of those guys. By the way, Correa is not even on the Astros anymore. I know, and they were that upset. Manny would be in like July. favorite son. Favorite in son. A ju- in July with a 28-game lead in the division. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy birthday to our old friend, Jared Goff. Sleep. Oh, hi, Jared Goff. Jared Goff turns 28 years How old today. How happy are you for him? You know, he was fine. He, he wasn't very good, but he w- took him to the Super Bowl. He won a bunch of games. He just he it's was the limited. best he could have done. Yeah. That's some quarterbacks are you know what's the hilarious best to, to me? To his ability. They I got I, the best out of him. I didn't see it. I think you saw a little bit of it. Hard mm-hmm. knocks this year with the Lions. Yeah. Um, it was like, this is their year, man. They're going to play hard and they're going to go. They're the Lions. They're, I think they won once. I think they're one and four or five or whatever many four, I guess it would be. Um, there, there's just some, and, and this is not a golf thing. There are just some teams that just feel like they were lit, literally, like not even euphemistically, literally hmm. will never ever be good yeah. and the lions feel like one of those teams can't wait to watch them on thanksgiving who do they play this year? i think it's chicago i i literally do think it's a chicago one tell me that's not real why i don't know why that bothers you as much as it does just want to watch a good game that's all just want a good game that's the if there's ever a game to bury one no, it's no. at that point early no. it's like at nine M- o'clock nba does everything they possibly can to try to have good christmas games no you get a, you get you get a hawks games. bullets game in the middle of that christmas day no, schedule you won't oh for sure no no you you get i've seen the hawks on christmas day that is super mediocre all right emily do me a favor see if we could go back and see some of the last <laughs> five christmas okay. day games. you're telling me they go five for five every not, not a chance not a chance no, there's but, always a dog in there they at least this is what could happen. They can they can set the schedule and then that team is awful or yeah, like that team. Yeah, the Nets on Christmas Day last year, didn't they? Yeah, but think about that. Coming into the season, Coming that's the supposed season. to be. But you can't change it once it's there. That's supposed to be one and two when it comes to it. I just can't stand seeing the same team. I see the Washington Commanders and I see the Lions on Thanksgiving <laughs> every year and the Bears. They do seem to get the Commanders a, an inordinate amount of. But see, this is the thing. Maybe you do the little. Uh, Thanksgiving 10K, right? Or you go to a food yep. bank or whatever it is. You do something yep. in the morning. Yep. Maybe you're responsible for the meal and you got to do the cooking. Um, that early morning game, when I'm done with the meal, then I oh, Cowboys. It's perfect. Like the, the one, the, the commanders and the lions in the background while I'm stuffing the bird, that's fine. At night, I need a nice game because at this point, I'm trying to digest, probably having a little whiskey, trying to, you know, just unwind for the rest of the night. Break that early morning game, the, what is it? It's a break from family at the end of the day, too. If, give me like, Niners, Packers. Give me KC and Bills. You want Chiefs Bills yeah. at 9 a.m. on Kansas yeah. City. Uh, Jonah Hill is signing on to play John Daly in a movie about his life called The Bad Boy of Golf. I'm here for that. I, I don't know when it's going to be shot, released, or whether it's going to be good or not, but you will get me in the theater to go see that because I love John Daly. You stuff. know, you always say you want to spend time with Tiger Woods. Yes, you want to ask him every question possible. Yes, I think the reason why you don't want to spend any time with John Daly, you already know everything. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. That yes, because he is. That is a fascinating. He's an open book. Fascinating story. He's an open. I've only yeah. met John Daly once. He mm-hmm. came in to do the show one time, and uh, we sent a car for him. He shows up. And he gets out of the car, it's 9 o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. It's not early, but it's certainly not late. Yeah. yeah. Um, Otis Spunkmeyer muffin in one hand, I believe chocolate chip, 
and a Diet Coke in the other. Mm. And he must have had he spent he spent the early part of the day with us on the radio and then came over and did television later in the day. I must have personally seen him drink eight Diet Cokes. And 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 by the time we were done with I was done with him, it was one o'clock no, in the afternoon. Thing. That was a real thing. What do you peanut M and M's peanut M and M's, Diet Cokes, muffins and cigarettes. And McDonald's, I don't know how many times a day. <laughs> and a wonderfully likable guy. I know he's got some stuff that's yeah, super yeah. unappealing, but he's a probably a fun guy to hang out with until he's not sounds like we're both in on this i am jonah hill can you see it yeah i can see it yeah i can as best as they can yeah you know what i'm gonna say right you know you know my concern here and i don't know if jonah hill has a background as a golfer or not Uh, but can you swing a club if he swings a club like he does never seen a golf club before if he throws like nuke lelouch from bull durham we've got a problem just give me a just take a few lessons you, uh, you, you can't he has to play the part. You have to. You can't be. Oh, I'm a great actor, and then he grabs a golf club and like has no shovel. idea what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would. That would. I'm with you. That would. The ruin problem it. is some some guys. You mm-hmm. can give them all the lessons in the world, and they still look and hold it like a shovel. So Jonah, get to the driving range and make and it get happen. Going. There, are, there are videos of him, of him playing golf. How is he? So, send me one. Before, I mean, I can't tell. But... Send me one real quick. Okay. We'll, we'll 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 circle back to that before the end. Padres. Tonight, Slee, first home preseason game since, or postseason game, excuse me, yep. since 2006. This is odd. Dave Roberts was the leadoff hitter with the Padres and uh, led the team with seven hits during wow. the NLDS. Dave Roberts, you kind of forget, he was a good player. Yeah. Like, he wasn't an all-star level player. No, but he's a guy you wanted yeah. postseason on your team. Absolutely you want him. Look, Red Sox fans will buy him a beer for the rest of his life for stealing that base and getting that rally going in, in Boston. Uh, 2006, so we're talking Jake Peavy days. Trevor Hoffman's still on the team. I think Jake Peavy's throwing out the first pitch tonight for the Padres. I think I saw that somewhere. Did you know Musgrove is wearing – he's 44 because of Jake Peavy? That no. Was his, uh, well, Musgrove's that was his a San child. Diegan. He's El Cajon. Oh, that's right. Gross on high. Boo. Go Granite Hills Eagles. Was his childhood way. hero, Jake Peavy. We talked about that tomorrow is the 34th anniversary of this. But the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In a Thirty-four years ago, Kirk Gibson hit that home run on October fifteenth. Also, how are his call? How are his calls always perfect? Because he's the best that's perfect. ever done it. Just perfect. He 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 paints pictures with words. Perfect. No one has ever done it better. You could give the most talented writers, novelists, playwrights, uh, movie movie guys that write movie scripts, and say, "Here, I'm going to give you six months." Here's the setup. I need you to describe the home run, and you're not doing better than that. You're not doing better than in the year of the improbable, no. the impossible has happened. happened. And he did it in the in the moment as it happened. He had it. There. Remember, we were playing the day after the great Vince Scully passes. Remember, we we're pay, playing some of his old clips and everything else. How about how perfect he used the pause? Like, guys, nobody did it better. Let this soak in. Let, this is your moment. This is not mine. I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I'm going to come back, and I'll continue my day. Yeah, call. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but it certainly fits, right, that he went and got that cup of coffee. But tomorrow, the what would this be, the 17th anniversary of the Bush Push, 
That's that tomorrow. happened 17 years ago tomorrow where Matt Leinart shoved Reggie Bush into the end zone in South Bend against uh, Notre Dame as he goes on to win the national championship that year uh, to 28 games, uh, winning streak at that point. Yeah. The Bush push, that, that makes me feel old that that was 17 years ago. What was it, a week ago? Emily sent us the video, or I think it was earlier this week, Matt Leiner at yeah. SC. Yeah, nobody really recognized him. <laughs> yeah, who he is. well, it's, college kids. He should. And he's out of context. He's not like in like uniform. He's not all this stuff. So it's like out of context. Yeah, I, I tend to. I was that hoping way. that there'd be more people. Ah, this guy. You'd have to be a sports fan. A lot of the kids on that campus are not. But yeah. he's on TV every Saturday. Not if on big noon Saturday. Only, isn't he? only if you're a sports fan, he's oh, on I TV. See what you're saying, yeah. yeah, if you're a drama kid. Probably not watching that. If you're a chemistry kid, right. you're probably not watching that. Sure. But if you're there studying, he was walking around medicine. like he was a stranger. Like you were just hoping more people just said, "Oh yeah, this guy. I think he plays a sport. Did he play a sport here at USC? Well, he's six five. You know, yeah. he's he's like this giant. He's still in really good shape. You, I would be thinking, okay, this is a setup. It's got to be you, right? I right, just be right. suspicious right out of the gate. All right, I got a lot of questions for cool. you, Mace. Let's do a little super cross talk right now. So nervous, excited. Uh, about which? Uh, about what? I was going to so say, you right want to start with Cam Akers just oh, not God. being there? Do you want to start hmm. with uh, the Dodgers and Tony Gonsolin? Where, SC, where do you Utah go? tomorrow. SC, I mean, SC, Utah. Yeah. We got everything. We got Ireland and Sacramento. Oh, yeah, Russian wait a minute. Why aren't you starting tonight? with Sacramento? That's right. That's <laughs> and good. Russell Westbrook coming off the bench tonight. Isn't that the lead story? John, did you know that? Um, Sacramento is second in the league in deflections in the preseason. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Taylor See, told us that's that. That's what we should John. be talking about. <laughs> Taylor, Ta- doing Taylor Sacramento came in with some research. Stats. I'm bringing the, the stats. Uh, you, should, you should give uh, Taylor a shout-out on the broadcast tonight. Second in the league in deflections Done. in the preseason. Done. He may be the only one listening. Oh, that, that'll be done. <laughs> so uh, I, can, I said this to Bergman in the next room, and I'll say it now. I'm kind of nervous about this series now. The Dodgers series. Yeah, I've gotten nervous about the series. What changed? Uh, Blake Snell, and I thought back to Game 6 of the World Series last year. And Is he Kevin Cash managing six. the Padres yeah, no, uh, But I'll tell you what, it, if he does it again, they're going to do the same. I think Bob Melvin will do exactly the same thing for whatever reason. Take a Blake's, guy out that's dealing for and whatever carving reason, guys up. Blake Snell, third time through the lineup, mm. if you look at it historically, he's... I, falls apart. I, so this kind of goes together uh, with what we were Al and I were talking about with Tony Gonsolin, right? Mm-hmm. And the pitch count and all these things. Snell is a perfect example of this. I understand the math says third time through, it doesn't go like it did the right. first two times. I I get it. I get it. Part of the problem that the Dodgers have had, in my opinion, in the postseason is that they approach series of five games and seven games like it's 162 games. The, the thing, over 162 games, your math is going to bury, it's going to win you five, six, ten right. extra games. In a short series, it really doesn't work like that. Why not wait in the in the case of Blake Snell? Yep. Let's let him give up one hit before we decide that, oh, he's going he's gonna to get ripped. Maybe he's not. Maybe that's the night where he's razor sharp. Mookie hadn't hit him. Turner hadn't hit him. Right. Seager hadn't hit him. Don't you at least want to see one hit before you decide to yank the guy out of the oh, lineup? Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if he's throwing a no the, hitter, but, it's a totally but different no, no, I'm not he's saying no hitter. A, I think he's throwing a two hitter when he got but pulled Betts, in. But Betts, Turner, and Seager had not hit him at all in that in that. And that night, I'm going to wait until there's at least an ounce of there's trouble no justification. before I jump the map. <laughs> that scenario, make any sense. That scenario, there's no justification. But just to play off of two nights ago, Darvish came back in in the sixth. 
and when gave he up wasn't, two hits. when he was, I would make the argument like, why would you bring him back in? He, what has he shown at least through the first five where you think the sixth inning but all of a sudden been struggling to that point? He that had been struggling. More sense, but, but, but why would you bring him out for the sixth? No, I, I, in that oh, case, okay. I wouldn't have. So but I think, say he's throwing a two hitter at that point. Hell yes. So oh, Melvin yeah, would there. probably keep Snell in. I'm saying if he's dealing the way you're talking about, and he, he's got an issue with the Gonsolin. I don't like the predetermination that we're only letting him go to here. Because the idea of this, with, and John, I remember you were saying, you know, let Clayton Kershaw go for the perfect game early in the season, right? Right. Well, Mason will pull uh, Tony Gonsolin tonight if he's throwing a perfect game. So Because uh, Mason will say pitch. You'll, pull him, will you'll get... pull him if he gets allows two hits in the first inning. <laughs> okay. I, I, I would pull him if he allows two you're, runs you're the, the quick. Inning. You're the quick hook. The, yeah, my... but you now the problem for you is you can't go to Bickford. He's not on the roster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bickford, no, did Bickford make the roster? No, he no, did not. No, Phil. He did not. No, Phil Bickford. So, but here's here's what was the reasoning to take him out in that was a seventh or eighth game of the year, right? Right. What was the reasoning? Uh, he's, it's a long season. It's a long season. Yeah. Let's be extra cautious. We need him at the end of the line. We don't yes. necessarily need this right now. Okay? That was the logic, at least. This is the end of the line. Yeah. This is what you were saving guys for. This these games are the moments where all of that let's be careful. Screw it. Let's roll it. Let's see what happens. If he's getting in trouble, it's a total But right. if we're rolling, don't let that well, we already decided we're taking you out at 70 pitches. Why? Well, here's so I don't understand releasing the number of pitches or whatever that is, but I don't expect more than regardless of pitch count. I don't expect more than 3 innings from Tony Gonsolin tonight. What if he goes through three innings and faces game. ten guys? Dave basically said it's a bullpen, bullpen but, game. He's like, but oh, this everybody's going to be fresh. This is off an insane jump off point. Let's say three innings. Yeah, he's faced eleven guys through three innings. You're taking him out. Let's say he's thrown Why? fifty pitches through three innings. Never mind pitches. Yeah, I like he comes the three out innings. For the fourth. I like the three innings. Three innings. He faced eleven guys. Two guys got on base. Whether it's no runs. Three innings, yes. Eleven hitters, up. Three innings. Are you saying pitches? he's going to throw seventy-five pitches? I'm seventy-five pitches in three my innings. My point is this: it's very simple. Let the Padres determine when he comes out of the game. Let them figure it out. If if he's setting them down, I'm going to keep running them out but there. Realistically, his last start was two innings. Two innings. Yeah. So I don't think we can expect I'm not, a six inning gem from Tony Gonsolin. I, I don't. The expectation is different than the reality of it. The expectations, I think you're right. I think it probably is two, three, four, something like that. Yeah. But in the event that he looks like Tony Gonsolin and he's cruising, his future is not more important than the Dodgers' present. Let's win tonight. Roll him. See what happens. Yeah. So I, I, I get the point. We were making this argument earlier. My only thing is it's coming back to it's not apples to apples because Gonsolin wasn't pitching the entire month of September. Right. Gonsolin did miss a lot of time. He only pitched two innings before he came back. If you're in a scenario that you just said that he goes three innings and he doesn't give up any runs, yeah, that's a pretty damn good Tony Gonsolin start for the Dodgers. Why would you take him out? Well, I just go back to this. Why would they take him out? Doesn't there have to be a reason to take him out? Don't Pitch count. His well, health. Count. His health. That that would be the reason why they take him out. That's win. the only thing I can think I, of. I'm willing to roll the dice that he stays healthy by pitching a little bit more than we thought he might be able to do. Yeah, I'm I mean, I, ho- I hope we get four innings out of him. I'd be thrilled with four innings out of Tony Gonsolin tonight. John, AD is not going to play tonight. Um, big deal, no deal, some small deal? No deal. Um, I, I just think that why chance it? They've, they've made it through five games of a six-game preseason. He's looked great in every game. What is every game that he's played? The point of having him out there. Yeah. yeah, that word is weird though. Precautionary. Precautionary. Is LeBron going to play tonight? I, d- I hope not. But th- maybe. 
I mean, it, it depends what Darvin wants to see. The most interesting thing about tonight is they're bringing Westbrook off the bench, which I've been arguing for. Um, I, I think, and tell me if you guys agree, I think if Russ accepts that role, if he embraces coming off the bench, he could win sixth man of the year. I saw it happen with Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom fought Phil Jackson tooth and nail, said he was being disrespected for not starting him. He's an elite player in this league. Phil said, we're going to run everything through you on the second unit. Uh, you're going to have all the shots you want. You're going to be able to control the game. And you don't have to worry about giving it to Pau Gasol or Kobe Bryant because you're going to be out there with Jordan Farmar and Shannon Brown. And I think if Russ accepts this role, he could be a really good weapon. Am I probably – is that wishful thinking on my yes, part? Yes, it is completely say? wishful thinking. Do you think he will stink you know, no matter what? I don't think he'll in? stink. I don't, I don't think, think he stink. wants to do I, it. Yeah, I just think Russell Westbrook is who Russell Westbrook is. I mean, I, we, I, I think I had this conversation with Clinton yesterday mm-hmm. that you reach a certain point in life where you're you. Yeah. Like this is this, this is, who, is who you are. So, I, so why didn't why didn't Lamar Odom do that? Because he's a more flexible person. He's a more uh, uh, malleable personality. He's not a Hall of Fame he, he, dominant he, MVP caliber player. Use this as an example. Or was one. Like for instance, like Vince Carter was a star player for a long time, and he clearly was willing to transition into whatever he was through the second half of yes. his career. A, a role player come off the bench, veteran. You know, Paul Pierce was willing to accept that role. Carmelo. Carmelo is a yep. good example. And then there's a guy like Allen Iverson who clearly did not like that. Yes. And, and it ended pretty quickly and abruptly for Allen Iverson. I, what- I think you guys are being too black and white. Manu Ginobili is going to the Hall of Fame as a six-man. Kevin McHale. I'm not saying it's a bad plan. It's not an idea of the plan, John. It's an idea of the acceptance of the plan. By the way, I'd like to just take one point there. You mean we're on sports radio and we're arguing black and white? I can't believe <laughs> it. <laughs> what about chartreuse? Shades yes, of gray. Yes, and, there's and no gray smoke, in charcoal. sports radio. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I, John, I, I, there are no data points to support that this is going to work at the moment. I mean, we, we got to see what it looks like. I still think that either Russell Westbrook gets traded or he gets John Walt. And, and you also don't need his approval. So no. if Russ doesn't want to come off the bench, but you want him to come off the bench, too bad. And if and if he over a course of the first twenty but the games two of the bad season, could be really disruptive. Okay, but by the way, what is it? What is that disruptive? What is it already that it has not been up to this point? Russ, in two videos from two nights ago, something's clipped on on uh, on Twitter, or whatever the case right. is. One it's is the... not joining the team huddle and Phil Handy getting in his face, and the other one is him ignoring Patrick Beverly. That for 24 hours led most of sports when it came to the NBA. As in, you've already kind of dealt with everything that has come with the season. And if Russ decides he's not happy with it, do you care more about what Darvin Ham wants to do or what Russ wants to do? Russ hasn't shown if he's off the floor all of a sudden the Lakers are now 10 games worse than they were if he was on the floor. His production doesn't equate to we're going to cater to you. So if he doesn't like it, too bad. I, I really... I don't know. I don't know why you would cater any more to Russ than yep. you have, and you've tried to already. But they're not catering to him. They're sending him to the bench, which is a, it's an attempt to try to see if that's a good move for the team, and that's all that matters. And if it's not a good move, and he's better off coming off as a starter, then put him as a starter. Look, if it if it works, great. Yeah, no, I hope it works. <laughs> great, that'd be, that'd I be just fantastic. Am, I'm just skeptical of the buy-in. I, I think well, it's an Trav, interesting, which is fair. Your, which is fair. Let's take your. Your theory and run with it. Mm-hmm. Russ doesn't buy in. Yeah. Doesn't that effectively end his career? I think so. I, I've been saying so that for a while. So why would he do that? 
because people do things that are against their own best interests all the time. He would willingly end his I, career. No, John, it's not that. It's he doesn't look at it like that. I, you, you know, people. You've been around a long time. People do things against their own self-interest constantly. We self-sabotage constantly. We make we make decisions that are terrible for us constantly right that it's not done in a vacuum we we know you you eat you drink you smoke you do you know they're terrible for you and i know that those are kind of weird examples but russell westbrook has done things one way his entire life and it served him incredibly well up until now and i also think there's i mean you you mentioned lamar odom uh lamar odom did not have the the arrogance i think it that russell westbrook has i mean russell westbrook is fully formed or this the is resume. what I do this is who I am or, yeah, the, or resume. the resume right Russell Westbrook is an MVP he's a Hall of Famer he's right. one of the great players of his generation the, is there an example of an MVP becoming a sixth man it's a good question Bill um, Walton mm. great answer Taylor. that is a good Bill answer Walton. Taylor with the pull <laughs> Yeah, Taylor gets better and better on your show, by the way. <laughs> better and better on your show. Deflections and Bill Walton. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Bill and Rockin' uh, Randy Moss example. jersey today. You should have a Saturday show. After today's performances, we should throw him in there. That's a great example. But, line, but line. Walton, again, is a more malleable personality, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, he is. He that's is. Russell, that's Russell a long West- time ago. You're playing for the freaking Boston Celtics. You're trying to... True. We you know had I mean? to go like, back to Bill Walton to think, find think the about guy that. that did and it. Think about all the stars that are representing the Celtics at that time. He's trying to get a chip. That, okay. that was a. Let, let's change gears here a little bit. Um, if SC can get out of Salt Lake with a win, mm-hmm. they're basically ten and zero. Their next three yes. games are Arizona, Cal, and Colorado. Yep, they're three bad teams. They're going to beat those teams, which brings you to the UCLA game. They could be ten and zero. UCLA's got a tough one in Oregon. Dangerous in a couple game of this weeks. Weekend. It's a tough um, one this week. It, it absolutely is, but. Yeah, I don't want to sleep on this week. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. I, in fact, I picked against them. I Utah think that runs the ball, and yeah. we are very susceptible to the run. Kyle mm-hmm. Whittingham's a really good coach. He is a good coach. He's a really good coach. Um, but it paints it, it could put us in an interesting spot where an undefeated SC and maybe an undefeated or one-loss UCLA, they could play each other. Yep. And the loser of that game could still only have one or two losses. Yep. And they could play again in the Pac-12 championship game. Remember, oh, they changed yeah, that rule. Oh, yeah, that's right. They changed so the rule. So th- this could shake out a certain way where they could take each other out of potential Final Four consideration. Because if they split that, they series, split that series, somebody then a one-loss SCT team whoop, goes yeah, right, right in there. Yeah. Anita Marks was on here yesterday. She said her best bet in college football this week, USC plus the three and a half. Really? Yeah. Well, she told us that before our picks uh, yesterday. That's a, they, they've had a nightmare in Salt Lake. Oh, it's been terrible. It's been terrible. Remember, uh, Sam Darnold's first game was in Salt Lake. Yeah. was his very first game. And everybody's like, oh, Sam Darnold. Didn't they bring him in in the middle of the second quarter, too? They did, and they lost the game. They lost the game. But that was Sam Darnold uh, making his his first appearance as a uh, Trojans quarterback. So I remember that, but we've had terrible luck there. Starting lineups out, by the way. Yeah, LeBron? Uh, for the Dodgers. Oh, well, it came out yesterday. Sleep. So actual order of where these guys are going <laughs> to go. It's so it's so weird. The starting lineup came that out was yesterday. But order, well, go ahead, go order. Ahead. Um, okay, so Mookie, order, order. <laughs> Mookie, Trey Freeman, uh, Will Smith, Muncie, Justin Turner, and then Taylor Thompson and Barnes. That's the same order, more or less, with just Bellinger out and everybody moves up. Bellinger was ninth. Uh, right. That's right. Thompson was yeah. before him. Yeah. Taylor in. Okay, now I'm going to say, I hope Michael Thompson's not listening. But I would not start Trace Thompson. Nor would I. You have a better fielder. 
in Cody Bellinger. Uh, I wouldn't either. Trace has reverse splits. He bats 174 against left-handers mm. facing Blake, Blake Snell. You're going to have a zero offensively, potentially, in that spot no matter what. Why not go with the better field? I, I agree with but you. Didn't Bellinger's catch in Game 2 save, save two runs? Two. It did. It's, it did. A, it's the equivalent of a two-run home run. Men at corners two with two off. outs. And yeah. Look, here's the other thing, too. And I get it, Trace had a great year for the Dodgers. Yeah. A yeah. great year for the Dodgers. Cody's played in a lot of these games. Yeah. He's played in a lot of them. I think, he like, to your point, Mace, it may be just a zero offensive production, and it's likely that it's that. Yes. But he's not going to do it because he's freaking out. He's, he's been in a million of these games. I love experience in the playoffs. I like guys that have been through it a million times before. And Trace, unfortunately, right now is just cold. Although he did work a walk in that game. Um, Cody Bellinger, Bellinger is, got a hit. Bellinger, yeah, he did. He, Bellinger got a hit. Yeah, he hit, hit a that single. single. Yeah, yeah, he hit that single. But he's swinging at everything. Cam Akers is... Not with the team yesterday, not with the team today, will not play on Sunday. Sean McVay says that they're working through, working some, through things some things. Is yes. that the end of Cam Akers in L.A.? Sounds like it. Sounds like Sounds it. Sounds like yeah. it to me. Yeah. He was their leading rusher. With a yeah. total of 151 yards. He had 151 more yards than you, Mace. Yes, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. With 51 more carries. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, John, does that sound like it's the end of the line? Yeah. Um, and it sounds very much like Deshaun Jackson last year, doesn't it, Mace? Yeah, yeah, definitely does. Definitely does. Something's, so, I mean, I'm not saying there's a Deshaun, but there's something going on there. May, uh, Alex, there somebody said, somebody suggested on Twitter, some some blue checkmark person said, well, maybe they're setting up for a trade. And I'm like, what value does Cam Akers have on the trade I was going to say, I don't know. The lowest really. you could possibly have yeah. on the trade. You know, maybe yeah. a compensatory pick or something like that, but there's no market for Cam Akers. Seeing what you've seen through five weeks, guys, do the Rams make the playoffs or no? Right on the bubble. Yeah, I think I told Mason I thought they could go nine and eight. But th that might be wishful. Nine and eight gets you in. Nine. nine and eight gets you in. We went through the schedule and we were both around eight and nine. Yeah, okay. I think it's eight and nine, nine and eight. So Ireland made fun of me for this um, when we talked about it earlier this week. But I have said, and I still believe that Sunday is absolute must. I agree win for with the you. Rams. I agree. It's must. You if they lose, if they're the two, game. they're if they're, they're two and four going into the bye, having lost to the worst team in the NFL. Okay, it's a one and four team that just fired their coach, playing a third string quarterback on the road. If you can't hey, beat that team, <laughs> yes. what are we doing? It is is tonight's Dodger game a must win? No, no. John, but the Ram game in Week Six is yes, yes. Wait, wait, wait. They, they John, play off, no, <laughs> they will not. If they lose on Sunday, they will not make the playoffs. I agree. John, to your defense on this one, am I right or wrong on this? After the Bills, uh, Bills Rams game, we're at the golf tournament on that Friday. Right. Remember they played the oh, Thursday God. night. Yeah, I remember that. And they're playing the Falcons. Did you not say they have to win that game? No, in week Mason two, that a must win. Well, that yeah. again, that, <laughs> that you, is crazy. You've got to beat the bad teams. You've got to beat the bad teams. They only have so many bad teams on their schedule. This is the worst team. But the, on their schedule. the, the only thing I'll say about that is that at the point, the, the game two against Atlanta, we weren't sure who was good and bad. We know for sure Carolina's bad. Yeah, now. they're awful. The, they're, that is a, arguably the worst team. Well, we saw Chicago and the Commanders last night. Oh, God. That might have been worse. But yeah, yeah I'm, what I'm what with you. What did Amazon on that. do to deserve the last two? Yeah, I do like Salty Al Michaels. That's kind of fun. I think what's the uh, Amazon wants to know? What's the return policy on NFL games? I stole that line from Horror. <laughs> Not bad. Might as well Not cancel bad. Prime. Mason and Ireland are coming up next. Go Dodgers! We'll see you on Monday.